is where we are on that thing. Okay. So uh, that, that's the thing about radio, as I was going to say, is that you you can't like, I guess if you're going to get excited, is it get excited like back here? You can't get excited like really close to the mic because then you'll, you'll, you'll clip. That's fair. Um, okay. Uh, this is Heather. This is Heather. And um, I, 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 I don't know, like I'm kind of like. I convinced you to do this because I wanted to test this stuff out. It's not like there's You a just told me that we're talking. You I, didn't say about what. <laughs> right. So this is episode two. No pressure. Um, and don't be too nervous about saying something bad because there's only like eight people that will listen to this ever. Noted. Okay. Hopefully at a point when people start finding this podcast, we're at episode 25 and then no one listens to the first 25 hours. I- if I find a good podcast, I always start from the beginning, so I wouldn't count on that. Really? Always. Oh. Without fail. Okay. Um, how are we doing? Is it okay? I think we're good. Okay. Feel free to... I really don't know. I don't know what to, the ideal um, levels are. This should be a little bit lower, so you're facing towards your mouth. Well, I there know, you but like then that. you had adjusted it. Um, do you have any thoughts on this podcast? Do you think it's going to fail? No. I mean, I think... In order for a podcast to succeed, you have to market it. What? Which you can say is not true. What? At least, at least mention it on like your YouTube channel. That there was like discovery, fairly successful, or it's not successful. But thank you. I did. I did tell. Was it you or something the other day about this? That like to have seventy five hundred people on my YouTube subscription that are like just GS writers. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. And I think that's like uh, of people that are. GS writers that really are addicted to modifications. That's a pretty respectable figure. I think that's fair. Uh, Heather keeps looking down at levels, which is actually really helpful. Thank you, well, Heather. Turn it towards you. No. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Oh, I can look at it over here. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Um, so what I'm doing here is, oh, so th- this is a test, by the way. This is also kind of a test of this my, this recorder. So, um, well, Heather, maybe you can explain why we were talking into a thousand dollars worth of equipment on episode two. I mean, I I didn't buy the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to explain to you how I do things, which is just that I just oh go all you, in. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Am I allowed to say bad words at all? Yeah, it's 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 on there. Is not safe for work. Oh, okay, he never. You don't half-ass things. Oh, ass isn't a bad word. I don't know. Some people listen to these <laughs> things, and kids are in the car. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I mentioned that to you once as well that like cuz Matt was at home with his kids watching my videos and I'm just saying like fuck 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 Oh, I, right. well, I forgot about that. And and he's like I I don't think he tells his kids but it made me think that people must watch this cuz people have children, right? Right. And they'll watch YouTube videos where they're cooking and there's just But podcasts like I listen to them in the car. I have to imagine I would listen to them in a car with kids in the car unless I know that it's a podcast that's not appropriate for them to listen to. I wonder if it also affects like advertisers and stuff. I don't think so. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Hmm. Well, we only have eight downloads so far. I mean, you're probably not going to get some like super conservative Christian sponsor. I'm you know, sorry. I really, I really want alcohol. Are you getting alcohol? Oh, he is. He's breaking his own rules. He told me he was not drinking tonight. Here we are. You gotta fill the air. I know. He's getting bourbon. Or whiskey. No, oh, okay. It's rye. It's not bourbon. Or, well, it's rye whiskey. Yeah. 
I said I wasn't drinking beer. I know. He's very upset with me. I'm drinking a beer that he really likes. But he drank this exact same bottle that was mine last week. So I kind of feel like I have to drink his. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, It's a Knob Creek cask strength strength rye whiskey. um, Barreled in 09, 120 proof. It's actually really good. It has a really nice maple flavor to it. No, the best one is the actual maple whiskey that they make. Oh, man. That's that's the Knob Creek maple whiskey is amazing Um, and cheap. So back to what I was I was baiting you on. So I think I mentioned this in my video before that I don't like when podcasts have really low quality audio. Well, you can always if I listen to a bunch of like a podcast and a bunch of episodes in a podcast at the beginning, it's usually crappy audio. And then as time progresses, you realize that their equipment must be getting better because you can actually hear everything that they're saying or whatever. But I felt there was this like, okay, maybe this is the wrong. I'm going to say this anyway. I felt like there was this, like, I had to fill this space with with good quality from the get-go because people are expecting me to give a shit about that from day one. I don't know that that's true. I think I think you expected of yourself. Anyone who knows you really, really well might know that you don't, you know, go into anything without giving it your all. But a lot of people probably just think you have nice stuff, but it's not because they know that that was the first thing you bought in that hobby. Like people seeing you on your motorcycle, they're not necessarily going to know that that's actually the first kind of motorcycle that you had. But it was. I know, but. So I'm going to turn you down a little bit more because I'm, I'm hearing myself in your microphone. Well, it doesn't help that we're sitting right across from each other. We're not really in a professional studio. That'll be his next step, guys. Do I need to like sit? Like, that's better. Okay, that's better. Um, Apparently a solid three feet is needed between us. I, I still kind of hear. I, I still see. So I'm supposed to be wearing headphones right but now. But I bet that that won't make a difference. I should get monitor headphones. That It'll arrive on our doorstep on they're, Wednesday. They're at the office. I've got. Oh. I already have the Shure SRH840s, the cans. And then I've got my SE530s downstairs. I don't think that my mic picking up your voice is going to make a difference, but okay. we'll find out. This episode is going to be full of problems. And it's okay. It's, it's episode yeah, you're two. interviewing me. It's episode two. Although it's not really an interview. That's the first problem. You just want me to talk. People are going to skip past this episode so fast. Well, no, but like, like, like this, this is just my ability to like. So but you already have uh, episode number one? Yeah. Just yourself? Yeah, that was the first test with that microphone. Oh. And I wasn't happy with it. Because um, So I was reading, reading things. So these condenser microphones are significantly better because they, they don't pick up literally everything. Serious question. Yeah. If you listen to this episode and you aren't happy with the audio quality, can you still return this? Yeah. Of okay. course. Yeah, yeah. I've kept all the packaging. You, you, okay. Heather knows me. I'll buy something that's like $800 and then I will just tear it open like a monkey. Uh huh. And then I realize it's not what I wanted or it's like too big or too small. Like I'll buy furniture that way. And then like. He wanted me to throw out the couch after two weeks. I'm not kidding. I still like the couch. I know, but we've at least had it for two and a half, three years now. I, I, I The look on your face tells me, I know you don't like it, but you would have burned that thing if I had let you. Mm-hmm. So um, I've already given a video of what we're recording on, but just in case people find this and aren't video watchers, it's an H6 uh, Zoom digital recorder uh, with two SM58, sure SM58 um, 
condenser mics. Uh, I have a pop filter. I have a Shure uh, A58WS pop filter. Popper stopper. It's called a popper stopper. <laughs> um, and Heather does not. So she's probably popping more than me. It's it's your T's. That's a good test. No, that's a good test. I may not have picked it up. Um, it's your T's and your P's and your S's. So T, P, S. Yeah, but we're in New England. You barely enunciate up here. I'm just saying that that's what that's what the pops are though. If you say pop, it's two pops. Um. So Heather, so the so the reason why I got this set up though, so I could if I was just me, I could forever just use my microphone over there. Well, you couldn't because you didn't like how the first episode. But I couldn't use it for two people. That's the problem. This is my two-person setup. And actually, what we should do in this episode is I should hook up my portable microphone and try like one minute with the portable microphone, see how that sounds. Because it could be, and honestly, it could be that I don't even need these. And I could just mail this to people and they could just use that to record themselves. Maybe I don't believe that you're going to do that. Okay. If there's any difference in quality, I think. Well, this was an extra. So this was. We just need a bigger house for all of your hobbies. I think this was 320 for this thing. And then these were 109 each with the cord. And these were like $40 each. And these were $5 each for the popper stoppers. So I would be able to buy two of these with what I spent on them. You know, like it was a lot of extra money. So like I really could get like $300 back sure. by returning these. I suspect given that it's corded and I don't know. I, I There's a lot to carry on a bike. But I bet you're going to tell a difference between this and the portable. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you can just bring the portable. It's just going to be less professional than you want it to be at times. This is also a good test to see if the dog's nails on the hardwood floor is being picked up. I don't see it showing up in the levels. Yeah, that, that's the, so the, 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 the other microphone would, would hear all of that, even with the gain all the way down. If people listen to this, they're going to tell you that this should not be an episode of your podcast. <laughs> Well, okay. Maybe okay. We're we're ten minutes in. What? <laughs> let's talk about your biking. That's what this is about. Is that, I do you never told me what this was about? I am very new. It's a motorcycle I, podcast. I don't. I, I'd say I don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, I know how to. I got from here to how. I I mean, I thought it was like an hour and a half each way, right? Yeah. And you didn't crash. Sixty miles. One way. So you've done okay by myself. We took ownership. Of, we took ownership of your bike with like thirty or forty-two miles on it. Yes, I. For people who don't know, although I suspect you're not listening to this unless you actually follow him in other places, I own a F750 GS. Yeah, the low version. Low, low. I probably clipped. Low suspension, low seat. Oh yes. They're two mar- two because you, you could do a low suspension high seat if you wanted to, which would be crazy for that. Um, and so if we, I could have pulled that off, I would have. So forty, it was like fifty miles when we got the bike on the odometer. There's four thirty seven on it now. And I, I mean, I got it. So that's I, how much you. I got my license what early September. It was Labor Day weekend, I think. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Or was it end of August? It was. It was towards the very end of our. 
fun riding season as far as temperatures yeah. not getting out of control. So yeah, people, I think people realize that like, I mean, I really, I rode for. You could have kept riding until November though. I couldn't have unless I wanted to buy new gear, which I realize I need, but. but you, you basically did the Harley rider schedule. Well, but we, we, we went to the cafe, you know, 15 minutes down the street on a really cold morning and I was miserable. Mm-hmm. So up here, the Harley riders get on the road, what, May or June? Like Memorial Day weekend, end of May. Okay. So end of May is when the cruiser riders go out there. It's the guys that, be, it's because they don't have any gear on and they don't want to be cold. Um, and then they stop riding. Labor Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Okay. So end of May to early September. And that, that's it. I mean, and then you'll start seeing like dual sports before and after that. It's pretty much just dual, dual sports and then the Harley riders and then dual sports. We don't have many I, sport bikes up here. And I like cool riding days, but that morning I think it was, mm-hmm. which was just too cold for me without better gear. And that was even, you, you turned on my heated grip. You need some hippo hands. No, I don't. That's ridiculous. This episode is not sponsored by Hippo Hands, but it should Sorry. be. Sorry. It's not that I think it's a bad product. I just think it looks ridiculous. Oh, no. That's why I kept that in the video. I put my I put my hands in yours and went, oh, they're really nice, but they look really in stupid. In the video, you walk out and start laughing at them. Oh, that's mean. I am sure that the people who make them are very lovely, but they made a product that you looks really ridiculous. You don't need to kiss ridiculous. anyone's ass. They, they could be Nazis. But maybe they'll want to like... Hit me with a car. No, I, they're, I think they're also in Oregon. Hippo hands people in Oregon. So I've got some distance on my side. I That's think it's good. Oregon. Um, no, so so you're a new rider. I'm a new rider. And uh, your bike is brand new. It's yes. overpowered. A lot of people think that I it's, was crazy for what I got. It's heavy. It's too tall for you. And you're adding more weight in it and farkles. To be clear, when I took the msf course to get my license i was on a 500 pound harley how does so, it feel to be completely starting on the wrong foot with this bike heather wow <laughs> i really like here's the thing i have interest in riding but i'm not someone who picked it up and was totally comfortable immediately but i've also never been on two wheels aside from a bicycle before it's not like i'm someone who was dirt biking you know, on family land for fun and knew anything about that. I, uh, wh- you're distracting me. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I thought he was destroying my blanket. I mean, I know I only did just under five, well, I guess just over 400 miles last mm-hmm. year, but I, think that that's better than a lot of people who immediately get on a bike when they only have a month to do that. Heather, what's the average American motorcycle rider do per year in miles? Average. This is average of all weighted by everyone. 3,000. Yes. Okay. So you fell short. In a (laughs) month. In a month. (laughs) Well, you only rode for like four weeks. And I also wasn't to the point where I was, I mean, I... I'm proud of myself for getting to the rally without you on my own, without someone telling me that what I'm doing is okay or whatever. 
I didn't get hit by a car. I didn't really screw up you anybody's driving. You did though, once. That wasn't on that ride. My point is I made it to the rally by myself. That was great. That was a little bit of a confidence booster. Yes, I dropped the bike in the damn driveway as I pulled in because our driveway sucks. Mm. I blame the driveway, not me. Okay. Our neighbors got a kick out of it because they apparently have a camera aimed at our driveway. Mm-hmm. But Which is not true, by the way. It must be. No. Um, Lou went up to me and asked me, hey, can I tell Heather that, <laughs> that we have a camera and video of it? And make her freak out. Oh, sure so he just that. saw it? No, no, I had told him. Oh, you're such a jerk. Between that and giving our other neighbor my email address, you're I on was, my shit list. I was being a good neighbor. On my shit list. Like a good neighbor, Adam is there. Yeah. So, so, so your bike is like almost fully kitted out, though. It hasn't had the full Adam special. Like you haven't, you don't have aftermarket shocks or anything. Well. Anything that's been done to it, though, is because of you. I never would have sought out those changes myself. I'm trying to think of something that you... Crash bars. That's it. Yeah, that's true. You wanted crash bars on before the trip. And you needed luggage racks, though, because of the GMR. You needed a play to put your shit in there. But again, I wouldn't have gone to the GMR if not for you. It makes him very. It makes you very uncomfortable that I probably wouldn't have pursued anything having to do with a motorcycle if not for you. But I didn't make you. I know. That's that's a point that you make very clear to everybody. You did not make me. But if I didn't know you, if we weren't together, I it, it's not a hobby I would have even considered. I do like, though, because we don't have kids together, I do like the way you look at your bike, though. What do you mean? Well, it's like a child. You look at it like a child. I do not look at the bike the same way that I look at Porter, the you, dog. You do, and and I I like that you you look at it and appreciate. It. So that that was that that's one of my things though. That whenever we were going through this process of you buying a motorcycle, yeah, I was afraid that if you didn't think it was a great bike, a pretty bike, well, I told you like, that you this wouldn't was have true. been as excited about it. So like a lot of people say, you really wasted your money by buying a fancy brand new bike. Mm-hmm. But I feel like had I bought you like something shitty. This is going to sound really it's like bad on my part. But shoes. like I would sit on bikes that were not this and play with buttons. And it just didn't feel as nice as I wanted it to feel. But that, you would never. But we didn't go look at a 750 first though, right? No, we went to two other shops that had tons of different makes and models and i didn't even i also didn't take you out to my i don't think i took you out to my bike and let you play with my bike's buttons before you said another bike so maybe i did that was one area where i might have swayed you i don't think that was it i mean i i knew what your bike had to offer but this is what happened with my car right like i had a really crappy car when we met then you car dr- was it <laughs> a kia soul okay you just want me to have to admit that I had a Kia Soul. He hated it. I actually really liked it. But that but was your first car for college, though. It yes. had to be cheap. Yeah. But then you drove me around in your fancy VW, and I the loved... White one at the time. I loved how it looked, how it felt. 
not the power behind it. I don't really care about that. I do but wish mine was a manual, the blue one. The features manual. were really nice. And so when I was ready to upgrade a car, I couldn't get anything other than a VW. Because well, I, I, I could have gone with a different German option, but they would have been more expensive. My yeah. point is, it's your fault that I like nice things because mm-hmm. I see what you have and I like them and I want them. Mm-hmm. With yeah. very few exceptions. I don't need microphones myself. Well, you, yeah. So, so your new rider. Yeah, we keep coming back to that new rider. What, what do you like? I keep saying that I say this to you a lot, and I don't know if it translates to you yet because you don't. But I think people listening to this will understand what I'm saying. Sure. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. I I tell you all the time that you haven't caught that bug yet of riding. But I don't think I can until I'm totally comfortable on the bike, even just like going down the street. Yeah, because it's 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 only when I'm overthinking things. I'm not totally relaxed. I'm like hyper vigilant about where's the other traffic, who's behind me, who's in front of me. And I know that I'm supposed to be because I'm new, mm-hmm. but I can't I can't just chill yet. It should come eventually. Yeah. And at that point maybe that will be when I'm like, hey, let's, you know, ride across to Montana and back and a marathon trip sounds like fun to me. Yeah, because it's only when you are able to do it with habit. I mean, you know, my my hand hurts, my back hurts. I'm not sitting exactly correctly on the bike sometimes. You're too stiff. I'm I just can't relax. Too stiff. Until you tell me in the helmet, Heather, you look like you're in pain. Relax and then I'll make myself relax. But I have to make myself relax. I can't yeah. just do it. Yeah. I will. The dog is whining. Sorry. I don't know why. Oh, did his food come out? Oh, okay. I must have been outside when it happened. Um, he just needed attention. So, so what? Okay, we we've we've talked a lot like on Slack about this, but like, what what would you? Okay, let's say let's fast forward and it's December of 2020. Yeah. Like what? What are your goals? Do you have? Have you thought about like some goals in writing? Like like not just rides but like well I think my approach to riding is different than yours it's really hard for me to get totally suited up and go to work even if I'm totally relaxed on a bike because I have to be in office gear and not have helmet hair and like I need to be able to roll into work in a probably in a car so I think my riding is probably going to be mostly restricted to weekends which means I'd like to go to a bunch of rallies just because they give me an organized way to, to do things, right? Like I give them 40 bucks and I'm camping and there's a couple meals included and that's fun. And it's a bunch of people that some of them I know. And and it goes on your calendar as a commitment. Right. Like, like you could right now buy tickets to Down East Rally and it's on your calendar, you know, that weekend. On the other hand, the weekends that are more flexible, that we don't have rallies on the schedule. I mean, it would be nice to think like, oh, I'd really like to go to... Uh, some random town in Maine or up to see, you know, my family at Moosehead Lake in Maine. Yeah. And if it's raining, then we don't go that weekend. We go the next flexible weekend. And if it's not, then, you know, we're in jobs where we can sort of take off days last minute and go do that. So 
I don't know if I have specific goals, which is not what you want to hear. Well, I mean, I, I want to ride more than I did this year, but that's not going to take much. Like, I would like, I know my first year. You were different though. I wanted to go like as far as possible. In I one hate day. comparing myself to you in that regard because you jumped on a motorcycle, took your MSF course, passed with flying colors. And within two months you were at an advanced training. I can't even begin to think about that. Oh, did you pay for your um, wilderness thing yet? Or are you not going to do it? Oh, no, I need to do that. It's 170 I'll, expensive. I'll I think it might on. be cheaper now. I'll get on and do that. Okay. Because that, because that, so that's the problem is that, that wilderness training is the same weekend as the Yankee Beamers advanced MSF course in Rhode Island. And I, I think you could do it. I question it. And I think, but I think, but I think until I feel confident that I'm like capable of doing it, it's not going to be a good time for me. I think just going to Rhode Island would be a thing in itself in April. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Hey. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I never wanted to be one of those people who you had to post on a forum, you know, th- a month after I got a bike saying she hates it. She dropped it. She won't get back on it. This is for sale. Yeah. Um, so I'm not that, which is good, but I'm also not you, which is jump on the bike and call it good. Right. No, I, I don't. Well, I, but I think, but that's why I'm trying to like cuddle is not the word, not coddle or cuddle, but like, but not over, like over encourage you either, because I feel like this is the well, year that you're going to like either but I also love feel, it or hate it. I don't know. I also feel like I'm not trying to criticize you, but you were very patient and encouraging in my first couple of weeks of riding and then you were starting to get frustrated that I wasn't as I think you perceived it as into it as you but that wasn't really what it was for me it's just a comfort thing like it's just going to take time but I don't really I'm not I'm not frustrated okay I I push yeah I push to see how you're going to respond comfort levels yeah no and I think it's important for like safety reasons given what this is that I feel comfortable and I'm not yet and I will be but so this year I mean I'll be ecstatic if the season ends and I'm like totally comfortable and I'm you know super excited for any travel plans for 2021 I'm not saying that I don't want to travel this year on the bike but like I don't think I'm going to be absolutely thrilled about it until I'm super comfortable, but I'm not going to be comfortable unless I ride. So, and the, and I don't think there's any amount of modifications I could do to the bike that would actually change that for you. No, it's not. It's you. not physical comfort, right? It's like a mental thing for me. What What I mean though is, like at this point, adding a skid plate isn't going to make you more like mentally no okay with it. You could put me in a freaking coat of arms. Yeah, I wish my beta was lower. You really would. I'd like to see you ride the beta a little bit, but it's too tall for you. Is my brother's dirt bike lower? Way lower. Yeah. Yeah, you could dick around on that. Maybe. Yeah, I, I want you to be able to, like, drop it and fall off of it. Like, get on in a field and just, like, drop it over and over again and just fall off and it's no big deal and you start it up again with that whole thing. Right. Well, that's how, I mean, I think I told you, that's how I got used to driving. My dad taught us in the field in his Jeep. 
mm-hmm. and we would it was manual and we would stall out constantly and it was really frustrating and it would jerk us around and it would yeah, make us nervous but it was fine but you weren't like i know it was four it. wheels it was different yeah. but still that was how i got used to like being comfortable behind the wheel mm-hmm. so get me a low dirt bike <laughs> okay i'm kidding i'll use my brother's uh, are there any low dirt bikes probably not also, how often would I really use it? We don't have anywhere around us have to use it. One of the KLX two fifty. Those are We're not getting another dirt bike. Oh, I just opened up a can of worms. They're cheap. Adam. They're so cheap. We have so many motorcycles between well, really just you. I have one. Tomorrow's Saturday. I can get one tomorrow. No. We are busy. <laughs> no. Um and I, I, I I know that one one thing's worried me is the the whole adding weight to your bike and stuff, but I don't. Nothing has been so substantial, I think, except for if you put on the boxes, like everything well, else is pretty much. I mean, down I was worried weight. about that when I had only ridden a few times before I went to that rally last year, which was mm-hmm. I was loading it up with stuff for camping yeah. and everything else. I mean, between the bags and then the stuff that I put on the back seat and everything. I mean it was a good amount of weight and I, I didn't know how that would respond, but I didn't feel a difference. I don't know if that's, I don't know if you do, but you didn't do any low speed maneuvers though. You didn't like do any crazy U-turns with it. Cause as soon as we got there, you unloaded all that stuff. Yeah, no, I did as little crazy stuff as possible. I think it's, I think it's the low speed stuff. That's really going to get you with that stuff. I went, I, I had one moment by myself in town that was at like a furniture store that I was turning around in because I missed my turn. You dab. And I had to go, I had to do a tight turn and then go very slowly up a hill Mm -hmm. while keeping it going because I knew if I stopped, I was going to get stuck on the hill. I, I, I managed that. Maybe not quite to the extent you're talking about, but. You are so like independent and self-sufficient that I would, but I, but, but the only exception, like I've never ever felt nervous for you except for that time where like I'm running the GMR, the Green Mountain Rally, and then you're telling me, and the cell phone service is spotty, but you had like messaged me saying that you were leaving. Yeah. To, to head there. And I was like, that was like a two hours of nervousness. Well, I knew you were nervous because you must have been tracking me or something or thought that maybe it was right at the right time because you met me at the end of. As I turned onto the dirt road right. to get up there, because I had never even been on a dirt road. Yeah, I did. I did go. That was my first dirt road. I went. I, I, yeah, and and what's which seems so stupid, right? Like the bike is loaded up. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm pissed off. You didn't stop either. You I'm didn't not stop there anything. yet. You just kept going. It was gravel. No, I waved at you and said, "I hate this. This is gravel, and I don't like it," because I had never been on it before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think this year I probably won't do anything super crazy as far as distance goes, but the longest, which I guess is a distance, might be Nova Scotia. Maybe. maybe. It's, if it's we up get to there. You. It's up to I you. Mean, I mean, I think I'll know, right? Like, But even if we just got to Fundy and then did Brunswick for a night and came home, like I would, I'm letting you know, like I would be okay with that because okay. it. I don't want you to feel like you have to rise to the occasion because you generally do if you're comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, it's a comfort thing, right? Like, oh, there's a lot of tourism in that area. The traffic 
makes me nervous. I cannot go anywhere near Bar Harbor because it's just stop and go in the summertime. And I don't want to have to try to deal with that on a bike. Yeah. So it's not going to be a trip that we take in the beginning of the summer. But if I get comfortable throughout the summer, we can certainly plan that for August. Right. So, so back to my original question, as far as goals for this year, I know you don't have any goals, but like, would you want to attend, like, would you want to camp off the bike for four weekends? Would you like to ride a thousand miles this year? Would you like to, you know, uh, I, would ride, li- I mean, I minimum hit a thousand, like ride at night. Would you like to ride when it's below 40 for once? Do I, you have it like those kind of things? Are I, those things that- I used the bike for four weeks. And I hit 400 miles. So I would hope I could get over a thousand miles. That would be like, I would need to break a leg to not get over a thousand miles. I don't have any specific goals though. I know that you want me to have like some sort of qualitative or quantitative goals. I'd like to do this like every three or four months and check in with you. To see how you're doing. (laughs) Okay. Oh, um, gear. Yeah. You you're averse to talking about some subjects with me, like really averse to it. Can you explain why? Well, because you're not nice about it. I like my jacket. My pants are okay, but they're not waterproof. My jacket has a waterproof layer. It's like a three-part jacket. So it really covers the bases for me. The reason that I don't like talking about gear with you, you're not nice to me about it. The last time that, am I allowed to say this? Sure. Sort of throwing you under the bus. Sure. The last time that we went shopping for gear, you informed me that I don't have a body that is conducive to motorcycling. No, I said you are incompatible with motorcycling. Okay, that's worse. (laughs) I don't know, like you want me to be excited about this sport and then you say those things and I'm like, well, sell the damn bike. Yeah. I... I, it's not, you did not push me into anything because I know that that's going to be the first thing that you say again. I would not be in this sport in any capacity if not for you. So if you're not supportive about it in various manners, then I'm over it. I am supportive. No, no. I didn't even want to be trying gear on that day. And you informed me that I am not compatible with motorcycling because a man's jacket didn't fit me correctly. Well, that's, that's a bigger issue. It's bigger than you. But it was a man's jacket. I know. It's a bigger issue that's bigger than you, which what I mean by that is there was no women's gear in the store. But you can't say that that's me being incompatible with motorcycling. That means women Okay. But. Are not are not properly marketed to or, or have garments made for them. That I mean, is I have, far but, less personal. That's what I mean. Than what, but it's not what you said. But like but like if I go to Revzilla and I search women's gear and I say I want like something that's waterproof that is a textile. You have three options. It's 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 it's, it's absurd. And we're not even talking, like you and I don't really even have a price ceiling here. It's not about the price, it's that there just aren't any options. Right. I mean, I had climb pants shipped here over and the summer. And they don't make a short? Is that what your problem with? Was it too long? I don't know. I've long, never right? had an inseam problem. They must have been too long because the knees were yeah. down on my shin. Well, right. Because at the time I told you, hop on the bike and let's see how they look with you. Because 
they're supposed to be a little long because when you get on the bike, the knee's supposed to rise up a little bit. When you got on the bike, they didn't help. It, it was still too low on you. No, it went up right below my knee. And people will say that on climb pants, there is a second Velcro where you can raise the knee pad up. But I'm here to say that people like they they really were too long for you. Yeah. And so when I emailed Climb about this, I said, "You have regular and tall women's, but do you have a short." And they said, "No, we don't make short sizes for women." Right. Which again, I mean, my own like regular jeans, I never buy short, so I don't know why that was a problem. But I, in any case, but back but, to the problem. But I think that you would you would so the plan is you're going to go to Max BMW. In the spring, like in a month. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in April. And try on various climb suits to make sure that we weren't crazy. I might be going by myself, but sure. And then and then see how it goes from there. But like it might mean that we need to go to like a cycle gear, which we have one, by the way, in Manchester that you can go to and try on something. But the, they have almost nothing in stock. But I know. They only have like four things for girls. We might have to go to New York City. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to go through this journey with you. But, like, it needs to be a series because it's really annoying that, like, there's just not stuff made for women. That's I'm fine. S- I'm blown, aw- I'm but blown I, away. But I think that you need to watch how you phrase things then because you made it sound like it was my fault that nothing fit. When, in reality, I was trying on man's clothing. I, I was going on a limb thinking, well, maybe this dude jacket will fit. It didn't. No. The zipper couldn't close. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> It went up to my waist. Yeah, it did. Okay. <laughs> and then the next size up was just really baggy. Yes, it was. So there was no getting around that. Okay, so I would I that's one thing I've been pushy about though. I feel like the Olympia stuff that you own is shit. I love the Olympia jacket. I'll concede that the pants are not sufficient for like even seasonal riding. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like on a normal five-day trip, that Olympia jacket is going to just fall apart when it gets exposed to day three of water and wind and then heat cycles. It's like... If people really listen to this podcast, I would like to know whether they agree because Olympia is supposed to be a fairly good company. I realize it's not Climb. No, no, no. I'm talking about like Aerostitch, Revit, and Climb. But Olympia was priced higher than the Revit stuff. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm out of my element. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that you're wrong, but I'm also not trying to say that you're right. Yeah. Okay. What else are you goals this year? Just ride more? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way that I'm going to get more comfortable. Yeah. But I also have to balance that with it's really difficult for me to ride into work. So weekends but wouldn't, but wouldn't you be seen as kind of like a badass at your office for running into work no i work with a bunch of old women hopefully right. they don't listen to this there's one per- my my direct neighbor colleague would think that i'm a badass but my boss would think that i'm a badass but, but everybody else would think that i'm insane and also your, i would have a problem because but do your bathrooms have like a closing door or it's just a stall it's a full closing door yeah you could change in there that's what i do even better that's why Aerostitch is awesome. Aerostitch clothes, you can put the suit over whatever you're wearing. That so it, it works as the zipper starts at your starts at your your neck. It would be very funny to find goes, out that they don't make women's clothing. And it goes all the way down to the bottom of your ankle. It actually peels off of you with one zipper. I'll think about it. I wear dresses to work a lot in the summer. I don't know women's anatomy. 
I know. I'm sounds like it sounds good to me. I, I understand. Okay. I'm not saying that it will never happen. I'm saying that it's not going to be a regular thing, probably, unless I'm like, unless I get the bug. Because you could use like take one of your side bags off. That side bag would have your flats and like a jacket and something else. And then you just take your arrow stitch off, put on the flats and the jacket and brush your hair back and you're done. The brushing the hair back is part of the problem, but sure. And you're done. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm done. (laughs) Is that the end? I don't even brush my hair back. I just do like this, like on my head. That's what happens when you have no hair. Hmm. All right, we're at 40 minutes. Anything I, I I feel like this is a squandered opportunity now because like we're It was. We're talking about a new writer. Yeah. Recently passed the MSF. You didn't have any set questions for me. I know. So I, this is, is where we are. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Please don't say no. Like is there anything else on your mind that you want to talk about about motorcycling specifically though? It has to be about motorcycling. Um I mean, I think if people don't realize that like if they join BMW MOA, they can apply for scholarships for their MSF course. This is not an ad. You know, whenever I was no. on the BMW podcast, he was like, you're like a walking BMW oh. ad. No, no, no. I didn't mean it that way at all. But like a lot of people don't know that. And the few people who I've spoken with who were saying that they wanted to get their license, I mentioned it to and they were like, it's 250. That's an amazing option. You could spend $29 and get 250 back. Right. I mean, it's not, technically it's not a guarantee, right? But yeah, it seems like... I didn't have to say the much, is, though, and they you know, happily th- gave it to me. Here's the thing. I mooch off of that program every year where I do get my free training. I know. But then every year when there's a raffle, I give them like 150 I know. And then another one. Like I just give them another 150 for another bike that I don't even want in the raffle. So I always pay it back. It, Adam, if, if you win a bike, I'm going to kill you. But it feels, it feels like I'm actually getting free money. And then the MOA has me into a raffle and I give it all back to them. I'm not trying to be a walking billboard for them. I just think it's a very cool opportunity for a lot of people. If if like a relative or a friend is talking about considering it, at least yeah. they don't actually have to shell out money up front on for the it. That'd be a good mobile test. I should mail this to Marley. She would probably enjoy that. She would have to mail it back. Well, no. The, the deal is I would put a return label in every box. I mean, I'm not saying that she won't remember to, but I'm saying like... That's what would make me nervous sending it to Florida yeah. versus someone in Vermont. You know what you should do? Yes. I should mention now, if someone wants to be on this podcast, I'll mail this to you. Ideally, you mail it back to me, though, because it's not like $1,000 I'm going to give you to keep. I just thought about like... I feel like you probably need to know the people that you're mailing it to. I just get random emails. Yeah. Some, some guy wants to start a podcast in Missoula. And I, I mail him this. He's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Right. I don't think that that was a good offer. I mean, I think it's very generous of you, but I think it might be a good way to lose your podcasting equipment that you literally just bought. You know, they probably needed it more than me. Okay. Well, more power to you. But I think Molly would be a good interview, although she, I agree. she can be a little bit shy, but I think that she would. Really? Yeah. Like when we're talking like, remotely like this like we're like i won't be face to face with her we talking over the phone how would that work would she put bluetooth is that how we do it do i put so do we i think that's how we're gonna do it i don't i can't read your mind i haven't figured I don't out know. i haven't figured out how i'm actually gonna do this without because I, I want people that are not tech savvy to do this so i want to mail someone this setup i would deal with just one mic instead of two they plug it in how do they talk to me I'm not going to have them grit their laptop and install Skype and then no. put on headphones. 
So I'm thinking like maybe I just actually physically call them, but say they have to wear their like ear pods. Came with their whatever came with your phone with the little the little dangly thing with the mouthpiece. They have to wear that. Does this this has Bluetooth? No, no, no. They oh, would, you are going to record we, we them. Would, we would both wear our earpiece things. We would call each other. They would hit record. I'd hit record on mine, and then we would basically both have different, different, different audio files. We'd be are talking have, in real time on the phone. You have two of these. No, no, no. I'm so confused. This goes to them. Yeah. This plus one microphone goes to them. I use that microphone here and record oh, I on see. the phone with them. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Marley would be a good test. Yeah, I think so. She needs to get on a bike. I don't know what it would cost to ship this thing. Probably 12 bucks, 15 bucks each way. To send Christmas cookies to Virginia cost me $15. I just feel like... It's going to be worth it in the end, but I don't need to think about the running cost of this podcast. Yeah, you should not. Like the $30 Because honestly, you're cost. only going to recoup that if you start to get some sort of sponsors who want you to have ads, which that isn't really what happen. you want to do, but, but yeah. that's the only way that you can recoup those costs. But we're talking about like, even if my time is basically free, we're talking about like $30 an episode just to film the episode. Mm-hmm. And then like two hours of my time in editing plus the $10 a month that I'm using for hosting. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's an Adam hobby. This was a great idea <laughs> to do a podcast. Yeah. All right. I, 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 I don't have much else to ask. I don't you. have much else to say because you have no questions. I, I should like stop recording though and then plug in the other microphone. Shouldn't I? Probably just test it out. Yep. Um, well, what's today's date? February 7th. Do you think we'll be riding by March 7th? Uh, hell no, I will not be. It is cold. Do you think you'll be riding by April 7th? Maybe. Cool. But maybe like an inaugural ride and then it goes back in until it's actually warmer. I feel like I'm going to be on the Harley schedule initially. Not Memorial Day. Well, your gloves are these dirt bike gloves. You don't even have, like, touring gloves. Check out Aerostitch. What, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. You can actually email them your measurements, and they will make you a custom suit. I'm not paying them two grand for a custom suit. I mean, it costs two grand. It doesn't cost two grand. I have to assume. Because it costs two grand. Climb's one-piece suit is twelve ninety nine. It's not too grand. They're really good suits. They better be. And they're waterproof. They're one-piece suits. or $1,200. Yeah. But you can do them custom-fitted. Because they make them all, all to order. I, I, I think I know a guy there. I think we can get it for like eight ninety nine. Yeah, that's still a little bit above Heather's budget. It's not going to be the same thing as if you bought a Climb Artemis suit for 1200 bucks. Yeah, but do you know what I wasn't ever going to do? Spend $1,200 on a motorcycle suit. Heather, you ride a BMW. Are... There are standards. I have the bike. You know, the other day, by the way, someone, I, I couldn't help myself. Someone, because I, I posted a video about the GS911 and how to like reset your oil code thing. Yeah. Someone replied or added a comment saying that there's a MotoScan app for Android that allows you to do the same thing. And I said, what BMW owner owns an Android phone? <laughs> You're a really terrible person. 
And I, and I, I put parentheses kidding, kind of. <laughs> but I wasn't kidding, though. I know. Although I think Matt owns an Android phone. Well, Matt's going to listen to this and be like, fuck you too, Adam. He won't. Because I think he made a choice to buy an Android phone. It's not because he's a cheap bastard. Right, but he's still going to be like, wow, thanks. I own a BMW. I cannot wait to get Matt on this podcast in two weeks. Oh, God. To talk about him buying $400 worth of aluminum to make his own luggage boxes. Let him tell his own stories. Teaser. This guy's making his own aluminum boxes. Okay, let him tell his own story. It's really cool. Let him do that. Okay, I'm going to hit... Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hit the um, the button here. Um, Heather, uh, let's switch over to our other microphone. Okay. It's, it, they, they felt cool back then, They're, though. They were not. Nobody cared about them. They felt cool. The tech nerds cared about them. You guys should... That's go- different. You guys should Google Leo Laporte... Uh, what did he do? Netcast. Leo Laporte Netcast. He thought podcast was too device, like, tied to iPods. Yeah. So he had an idea to do Netcast because it's an internet cast. Yeah. Now you can hear Porter, I'm sure. He's playing with a toy. And it, it failed miserably. He also did a thing where, like, he didn't want to use Twitter because it was too close to Twitch, which is his company. Not Twitch. Uh... Uh, Twit. His company is called Twit, This Week in Tech. <laughs> and so he wouldn't, he refused to use Twitter.com because it was too close to Twit. So he started another company called Jamba, Jambo, Jambo. He started a Twitter clone called Jambo <laughs> just to not use the name Twitter because it was like Twit. Well, and then he started, and if you listen to a Twit episode today, they're still recording. I don't understand where the story came from. He still calls it Netcast on his podcast. Is he... So wait, he thought podcasts were cool? He was doing podcasts the same time I was doing podcasts. But he called them Netcast. He's found podcast, And honestly, he's right. iPods aren't a thing anymore. We still call them podcasts, but it's not really appropriate. It should have been Netcast all along. Okay. No, I, I have nothing else to add. It's been a really great time tonight. I'm going to go make myself Oh, what do you make me dinner? dinner? What do you make me for dinner, honey? Spaghetti bolognese. No, we're not doing that, please. I don't know. I'm just going to have a bag of frozen fruit. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. We're wrapping this up. Bye, guys. Uh, Shout out to Casper Mattresses.